This is Your Woo Woo Best Friend, a show about attainable transformation. Hello, it's Andy. This is Your Woo Woo Best Friend. Welcome back to the show. Hey, how's it going? How are you? Happy fall. I am celebrating the start to the new season with a brand new haircut. If you didn't see it on Instagram, I feel like haircuts can be quite transformative. And I did like a major one. It was like, I don't know, almost maybe eight inches of hair, a lot of hair. And I'm loving it. It's so strange because I truly have always been a long hair girly, always, always. There was like one moment in my very early 20s when I first entered the beauty industry where I cut it short. I feel like all people when they first enter the beauty industry, especially in the hair world, that happens. But after that, I grew it all the way back out. And it was like way past like, you know, my bra strap is a good marker, I suppose, for girls and hair. And it was never short again after that. So now it kind of is. It's the style is called an Italian bob. And you go look that up on Pinterest, you'll totally get the vibe of what this haircut is, but I'm loving it so much. And I just feel that seasonal transformation happening through my hair, which is quite cool. It feels like I cut off all the stuff I was holding on to from 2022 that I carried into 2023. And now we're like approaching the end of 2023. So like all the stuff from this year is gone. And it feels like a really special new beginning. So if you've been considering the trend of the bob haircut, I am an advocate for the haircut. Okay, a couple of other updates before we get into this episode. We have just added something really, really cool into the Unschool Intuitive Business Academy. If you do not know what the Unschool Intuitive Biz Academy is, it's your comprehensive bundle for manifesting your intuitive business dreams. This is about designing an influential brand that attracts dream clients in your sleep. It's about getting your next thousand followers to become your next thousand customers, perhaps. It's about building a profit plan without having to hire a CFO. It's about using AI to create sales pages and content plans and attuning to a manifestation practice that actually works to help you stay in the mindset to launch the business of your dreams. Inside of the Unschool, we have a couple different course curriculums. One of them is called How to Start. It is all about deprogramming how you're supposed to do business in favor of intuitive flow meets practical proven strategy. So here's the new thing. I have just added this week a brand new component, and it's called How to Launch a 10K Digital Course. This is a Notion template with a step-by-step outline, including a deep dive into using AI for course creation. It's got different templates for your course presentations. It's got the details of how to record your course. I hear all the time, I just don't know if I'm ready to like go rent a studio and like hire a videographer. You do not have to do that to launch a course that makes 10K in your first month. It's just not necessary. So I'm going to show you how you do this without having to hire a videographer and a studio and all that good stuff. 
It also has the details on the course platform that I use and I think is amazing and is not as expensive as some of the things like Kajabi. Love Kajabi, but it's pricey. And then my lead magnet process, social media process with examples, and how I handle sales too, how I how I set up all my sales flows inside of my business. So that is brand new inside of the Unschool. It doesn't cost anything additional. If you're already in the Unschool, go take a look. It's there for you now. If you have not yet joined the Unschool and want to check it out, there's a link in the show notes. Now, let's meet today's show guest. I absolutely adore this woman. I've had many conversations with her in other ways, and now she is here on our show. Meet Anna Lozano. She is a powerhouse global entrepreneur with success in a variety of areas. What I really love about Anna is her why, and she's going to share that with us on this episode today. She launched her first business Love Powered Co., an affirmation company all about mindfulness and connection and gratitude because she wanted to create something for women and her family especially. And I think that that is just such a beautiful why. So she created this company, this product-based business. She actually grew it and sold it. And now she also offers mentorship to other female entrepreneurs. She has built multi-six-figure businesses. She became a mom and realized that her personal development journey had such an impact on her success and her happiness and her lifestyle. And so she wanted to create a product that nurtured the next generation of mindful leaders. And that's what this business, Love Powered Co., was all about. Now she serves as a mentor to female founders who are ready to launch and scale their conscious brands. She's a 4-6 sacral generator. You're totally going to get that from her. She's got this incredible energy, and she's just so good at launching and scaling. And she's able to do that with multiple businesses at once while raising two really beautiful children in really special ways. She lives in a lake slash mountain town in British Columbia most of the time. But right now she's doing a whole adventure with her husband and her family in Mexico for a year. And she's just so fun to know and so inspiring and empowering. So let's welcome her to the show. Anna Lozano, can't wait to have this conversation. Hello, friend. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited and um, so fun. (laughs) Yes, I know. I'm so happy to see your face and just to get to hang out with you for this time that we're about to be together. Right? I know. We've been on masterminds and we've done a lot of behind the scenes, but I'm like, let's go to the world. (laughs) Yes, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, so let's start... I obviously have shared a little bit with my listeners about you in the intro of this conversation, but let's start with a little bit of your story. And I'm really specifically interested in what I would call your entrepreneurial eras. I've had a handful of those and entering a whole new era at this time in this time-space reality right now as well. So I did the traditional route. I was born into an immigrant family. And so, you know, the programming around that was get good grades, study hard, 
uh, find a safe, secure job, and then climb the corporate ladder. So as rebellious I was as I was to that idea, I still followed along. And I entered corporate after business school and I looked around. I was like, holy fuck, this is not for me. I do not belong here. And, uh, you know, that was really my first moment of surrender and saying like, what is my purpose here? What am I meant to be doing here? How am I meant to serve the world with my gifts? And I wasn't surrounded by entrepreneurs. I don't come from an entrepreneurial family, but one of the first books I ever picked up was Richard Branson's autobiography. And that just blew my mind. So I picked up that book. Then very closely after I picked up the secret and I was like, whoa, we get to co-create our dreamiest realities. And that's really, I have goosebumps right now. I'm like, that's really where my curiosity began of what my real purpose was in this lifetime. And in that moment of surrender, I was open. I was open to anything and everything that was going to support the next steps of my evolution and my growth and service in the world. And network marketing knocked on my door. And it was interesting because my programming was very corporate and um, I didn't have any ideas about the industry. For me, it was like, wow, you're telling me that I can get behind a product that I believe. And then I become the sales and marketing engine for that product. And I get to create wealth and build business and retire my corporate job, like sign me up. And so I treated that business like a business and grew it very quickly over the next four years. And then in that moment of time, I became a mom. And as I, you know, dove into motherhood, which is a whole other thing on its own, uh, which should be a career of its own. Um, I looked around and, you know, network marketing for me was a gateway into entrepreneurship and a gateway into personal development. And I was having a play date with a friend of mine and we looked around at our clean slate children and we said, wow, what if we raised them on the foundations of mindfulness and affirmations and kindness and gratitude, like consciously raise them with these tools and this awareness. And we got to work and we co-founded a company called Love Powered Co., which was my then entry into the product-based space, which we scaled over the next six years and had a successful exit at the end of um, December 2022. And then naturally, I moved into the coaching and mentorship space. But it's like everything has, you know, my evolution in the entrepreneurial world has just been like building layers and everything naturally progressing as it's meant to. And interestingly enough, I'm back in the product space and um, everything just, you know, once you surrender and are being guided by something so much greater than yourself, you are very aware of the right next steps that are meant for you. Oh, so, so, so true. And I love that you and your co-founder at the time for Love Powered Co. were literally on a play date and thinking about the legacy of your children and how you wanted to raise them. And the business idea came from this idea of treating your own family from a place of or with mindfulness as a core as a core component of, of the values of your family and affirmations being a, a route to raising really amazing children. And then that became a business. I love that that was a part of the start of that conversation. That's, that's just beautiful. And, and part of that is that flow in alignment, because I remember before I had a, 
moment in time where I wasn't working, like wasn't in corporate, was not yet an entrepreneur. And I remember the force energy of like, I need to think of a business, right? I need to create a product. I need to invent something. And, And in that energy, nothing flows. That's like that desperate energy that literally pushes energetically our dreams and desires away. And so that moment was pure energetic alignment. It was flow. It was just miracles happening. And then of course, it takes the entrepreneur, the woman, the person to then execute mm-hmm. on those downloads, those intuitive hits, those ideas that creates dreams. Yeah. So, okay. So take me through the next step. So you guys had this idea. The two of you were like, this is something that we want to create. You believe fully in the power of affirmations and you you know that if you can bring mindfulness and connection and gratitude to women and families worldwide, there there was something there and a movement was really needed around that. So what did you guys do next to get the business off the ground? Yeah. And this is where I just, I love these stories. And I know this is my story, but I love these stories of all entrepreneurs at the beginning stages because so much of it is just like ignorance is is bliss, right? It's like, oh, yeah. n- right? <laughs> Never being a co-founder of a product-based business. I mean, we had no idea what was going to be the next steps, but we were so passionate and we knew the power of affirmations and how it transformed our own lives and how much we wanted this for the world and for the future generations. And so literally it would, the next step was Googling like what's out there in the marketplace right now when it comes for affirmations for children. And really what at that time, so this was 2016, what we realized is it was a lot on Etsy, primary colors, um, not necessarily the products. It was printables. It was, you know, PDFs and there was stuff, but not what we envisioned. So what we envisioned is this was also where like blogging and influencing was really at the early, maybe not blogging, but influencer marketing was at the very beginning stages on, on social. And so we thought, what if we create something that was so beautiful, so delicious, so luscious that any mom, whether she's in the mindfulness space now or not, will want to get her hands on this product, even if it becomes, you know, a book on the nightstand or on the coffee table at first, we knew it was the gateway into this life-changing world of mindfulness and personal growth and affirmations and mindset. And so we knew we had to create something so beautiful. So the beauty of it did not exist. Affirmations, obviously, Louise Hay is like the grandmother of affirmations. Affirmations, if you were in a certain world, like the personal growth space, you would have been practicing, but it wasn't mainstream. So we're like, we need to make this mainstream in order for this to become a movement to power the next generation of mindful leaders. So Google confirmed that what we envisioned at that time, it did not exist. And so the beauty of our journey, the six-year journey of building this business, is that both my business partner and I were in our zones of genius. So my zone of genius is sales and marketing. It's connecting. It's networking. um, And her zone of genius is really the creation, the words, the creativity, the photography, um, the branding element. So both of us naturally gravitated to our zones of genius. Now, 
there's things that were not our zones of genius, like finding the manufacturer overseas, like finances, uh, you know, the operations of the day to day. So things that roles that we were naturally moved into that had to be done that were in our zone of genius that eventually we were able to outsource. Um, And so after that, we decided that we wanted to launch with Kickstarter. Kickstarter at the time was a fantastic platform. And so I started going with that route. Like, how are we launching this to the world? And she started creating the actual affirmations, the the first product that we launched with. And then we started looking for a manufacturer. And it was interesting because just through conversations, we were introduced to a middle woman who was our connection to China. Now, I say China here as an important part of the story because we wanted to manufacture everything in Canada. And for us to manufacture physical affirmation cards and mindfulness tools in Canada, you guys would be paying $200 for these cards. It was literally impossible. And we tried with everything that we had and every connection that we had, and we had to go overseas. China was really the only way to have a sustainable business when it came to costs. And so we worked with a middle person for the first few years of the business and then went directly to the source. Um, But that's kind of how it began to unfold step by step by step and not getting overwhelmed by the entire picture because we simply had no idea. And this is what makes entrepreneurs so great. It's like we're problem solvers and we figure shit out. Yeah, it's so true. And I think that 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 acknowledgement that it's almost even better to not know what you're about to get into because then you don't get all the like limiting belief blocks like, oh, I don't actually know what this is. You're like... I know how to solve problems. I don't know necessarily what the next step is going to be, but I'm going to find out how it's going to go and I'm going to try things. I I am very much personally a person that I'm so unafraid of failure. I'm like, mm. okay, so what, you know, so what? If it's something doesn't work one way, you just try another path. And hopefully as you take the the road that, or many roads that you may need to take, you're going to find the one that's for you. Along the way. Exactly. And oftentimes, I mean, the idea that we have is potentially not the best idea, right? So it's like also now being consciously aware of like the divine feminine energetics and the masculine energetics is like the masculine wants to drive, but really the masculine becomes the container for the feminine energy to flow and be creative and try different pathways. And so our human mind wants us like, this is the only way. Well, no, that's not true. There are multiple pathways. And what if the pathway that right now is not in your awareness is even better than the one that you might be thinking of? And so leading with that mindset and those energetics is now how I operate, but not necessarily how I built my first few businesses. Yeah. And that's such good awareness too. It's like, you can look back and you can see, okay, I didn't know what I didn't know. And I took the approach that I took. And now, and the time from that point to now, you've worked on your own businesses, obviously growing and scaling businesses. You're also mentoring and consulting with businesses that have had incredible high growth experiences. So you're getting to see a lot. And so you're you've got this like really unique perspective where you've seen what really has worked 
not only in your realm, but what's worked for female entrepreneurs in a lot of different realms. What are some of the things that you've noticed as you've worked as a mentor, a consultant, a coach, and a founder, multi, a multi-time founder, many mm. times over founder? What are some of the things that you notice are really important to tap into in regards to energetics and mindset in order to start to find your path and to to even start to begin mm. to begin a business, but also to begin to scale. Yeah, so beautiful. I mean, an entrepreneur is like they're really a breed of their own, right? And mm-hmm. and there's there's certain characteristics and certain personalities. What I've really witnessed over the last, I would say, like oh, three to four, five years, is this shift into more energetics. And what that means is really, especially as female founders, like we have this incredible superpower of our intuition. And the women that I work with who really lead with their intuition when it comes to strategy and the Mm -hmm. next step and this big decision with, you know, what partner to go with or what manufacturer to go with or, you know, how to launch. Like when it's really intuition and energetics led, I'm seeing these women like quantum leap because it's it's this alignment piece where I remember, and this is even from my own story, you know, when I became an entrepreneur in 2010, it was what was living up here in my mind. It's like, okay, well, this is the strategy that I have seen it has worked for someone else. Well, why don't I try that out? right? And it was very head-led, very mind-led. But the more that I see women just tapping into their intuition, we know we have all of the answers within us. And so even coming in as a coach now, well, here's three different strategies that I have seen work, but what feels best for you? What feels in alignment for you? Because if the founder can 100% be behind the next move, like I said, whether it's hiring an agency. So, you know, as we reach this mode of scaling, it's like, okay, well, I need a PR agency. I need a digital marketing agency. I need, you know, X, Y, and Z partners to come in and support this next level of growth and expansion. When we are being sold to, and this is speaking directly from my experience with working with agencies, and my husband also owns a digital marketing agency, it's like we know they that one agency might be selling you the moon, but if you intuitively don't feel the connection, or you can feel that there's you know some sort of misalignment, but you continue to go forth and hire that agency, well, that agency is going to be fired within two to three months max, right? So it's like. Let's be more intuitive and energetics-led, meaning alignment is key. We know if something is a yes or a no, and leading that as part of your scaling, leading with that as part of your scaling strategy has never led anyone astray. And so I've seen this movement with especially female founders operating and leading in this way, and it's literally quantum leaping their businesses. If someone's listening and they're thinking, okay, I I want to learn to trust my intuitive voice in a deeper way, what are some tips or some steps that they could take to start really tuning into that intuitive guidance? Mm. So 
female founders, we tend to be a certain, you know, <laughs> style in terms of like type A, we're, we're driven, we're self-motivated. We don't want anyone telling us what to do. We, and, and I'm generalizing or speaking at least about myself, but we're busy. We have a lot going on. The first step is to be. It's to find space throughout the day to simply be without checking the notifications, without going on threads, <laughs> our new thing, you know, without responding to every single email or Voxer, or it's really craving, carving out time because your soul is craving the being. It's she's craving the stillness. That is the only way for us to hear. And so, how can you make that? three minutes or five minutes of simply being a part of your strategy and calming down and just literally going out in nature, planting your feet on the ground and just sitting in silence and stillness. And so that for us allows us to deeper touch, get in touch with our inner knowing, which is our intuition. And then the downloads, the wisdom starts to come through. That's one is like, make this a part of your strategy. And the next thing is finding what out of alignment feels like for you. So for me, out of alignment is upper chest or upper back pressure. And it's just this physical discomfort. My body is saying, no, this is a no. And every single time I go against the no, shit hits the fan. Things don't work out as easily, beautifully, seamlessly like they could because this is my ego, it's my humanness, it's my mind trying to lead versus trusting the, the knowing, the inner knowing. And so what does out of alignment feel like for you physically? What does in alignment feel like for you physically? And leading with that as well. So I would say those two things. And a simple example. We were moving, non-business example, we were moving across the country when uh, 2020 and we were selling our house and we had offers come through and I just knew the offers were not as good as what we could potentially get. I started to feel literally like I was going to puke when the real estate agent was pressuring me to accept the offer. And I just knew, again, the upper chest pressure, the upper back pressure, it was so evident and so obvious. I ended up accepting the offer and it lost me $100,000. I knew though, right? But then with so much pressure from the age and I was like, she's the expert. She must know. And I went against my inner knowing. Now, a business example of full alignment is we were, um, so as we moved across the country, we were just taking our kids out on uh, a, a date to go see the kangaroo farm. And we're driving through this area in, in, in Kelowna. And I just knew one of the top Canadian influencers lived in the area. I just had this like knowing come all, like over me. And I like put my hands up in the air. My husband's like, what are you doing? I'm like, <laughs> universe, universe, universe. If we're meant to collaborate with this woman, this mega influencer in Canada, make it easy, make it quick and make it fun. And then the download came through, send her an email. So I guessed her email address within eight minutes. She responded that, yes, there's an opportunity to collaborate. She's looking to collaborate with a company like Love Powered Co. to create a journal. This journal ended up being 16,000 units that we sold to the world. It escalated like our brand awareness 
and really supported us in the sale of the company. And so that was, again, inflow in alignment and taking the inspired action with it. And so I'm not saying here like, oh, just sit down and meditate and, you know, manifest your dreams and desires. Like I am the queen of consistency and action, but allow yourself to be led and then take the action with it. Like that is the scaling strategy of 2023 and beyond. Yeah, I love that example so much because that's exactly what you did. You got quiet with yourself for just a moment. You invited in the knowing and listened to what your heart wisdom had to say and then guessed an email address, took inspired action, and then it was like, here you go. Obviously, this was meant for you. It's Served like on right a here. silver platter. Here yeah. it is. Thank you for listening. Now we will reward you, right? It's so brilliant. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so good. Okay, so tell me about what happened next. So the brand is growing tremendously. Love Powered Co. now is getting like this really amazing opportunity to be seen by so many more eyes through this really incredible collaboration. And take me up to 2022 and you start, and maybe it was a little bit before that, you start having conversations about the potential to sell this thing that the two of you have dreamed up, created, and now have grown. What is, what does that process look like? Yeah, I do want to insert because there was a big factor pre-2022 was a pandemic, right? A global pandemic that no entrepreneur could have ever predicted. And I will tell you that having multiple pathways, like multiple streams of revenue. So we had e-commerce, we had wholesalers that were large scale and small scale, I would say that our partnership with Indigo, which was our biggest retailer at the time, literally saved us during the pandemic because we had run out of inventory. So what happened was as we we were approaching a reorder, China shut down first. And with China shutting down, we had no access to inventory. So throughout the next six months, we actually ran out of inventory. But our largest retailer had stock. And as they were running out of inventory, we started receiving more and more POs. So that literally saved us throughout the pandemic is having not just relying on the e-commerce, but really being well set up with retail distribution and not only in Canada, but also in the States. And so this is always my my suggestion, my advice, my wisdom to product-based entrepreneurs is have these multiple pathways where you reach the end customer. Don't be reliant on one because we never know what is going to happen. And so, um, and then we started to also incorporate digital. So we had digital sales coming through, through um, our website and through Etsy and whatnot, but Indigo really was a key partner during the pandemic for us. And so as we moved out of that, we, this collaboration was absolutely incredible. When we launched in 2017, we knew that we wanted an exit strategy over, we didn't know the timeline, but we had envisioned five years. And with this partnership, we knew that it was a perfect time to start putting the word out there that we're getting ready to sell. Because intuitively, you want to sell on a high versus selling on a low to maximize, um, obviously, the, the sale price. And so started seeding through our, through our network. So I remember sending Lori Harder a message saying, hey, like, 
you know, this is what's going to go down. This is our next step. Do you know anyone right now who's in the looking zone for purchasing an e-commerce business in this space? And so we started really dripping with our community of people who we can call on our mentors and support and friends. And then we ended up hiring a business broker. So that was also an interesting process because they are then the experts in, in these transactions. We had three potential buyers and two of them didn't go through for, you know, reasons out of our control. But interestingly enough, the buyer came through my Instagram stories. Can you believe that? Oh, wow. It's wild. Like it is wild. So last year, this time I'm sitting in my hometown in Ontario And again, it was an intuitive hit. Go on stories and share that Love Powered is for sale. We wanted to not go very public with it because we wanted to make sure that our customers, like we're, we love the brand. We love the company. This is just part of the strategy. This was part of our our exit plan. And we didn't want to, you know, we didn't want to cause chaos or confusion because everything was fantastic. But I just had this inner knowing I have to go on Instagram stories. And the woman who purchased the company saw the stories and that started the next phase of actually, you know, negotiations and whatnot. And she's who ended up uh, purchasing and we officially closed six months after that. That's incredible. That's, that's so incredible. And how is it, how did it feel emotionally to build something like that and then feel like, okay, I've done it and now I'm handing over the keys and the creative and all of the, all the energetics that I put into this to someone else. I know it was so fascinating. You know, part of it felt like this is a founder's dream. And then part of it felt like a morning, like this is our baby, right? This is our baby. And I mean, I'm looking at the cards right now. They're so integrated in our life and are part of who we are. And, you know, I'm loving witnessing. It's interesting to the detachment, right? Like once it's official, it's official. And then it's the energetics of like, you know, do we still stay in touch? Do we not? For me, it's been this beautiful witnessing. Like I knew someone would be coming in with a different energy. And so that for me felt like potential. It felt like the next potential, the next evolution for the baby that is now, you know, growing and turning into a kid and and a preteen and a teen and so forth. Right. So it's been so wonderful to watch over the last six months, her really find her groove. And, you know, the first few months, I'm sure we're also confusing for her in terms of like, do I continue with their photography and what they've done and the colors, or do I start to, to, to morph it into something else? And so I feel like right now I, I, I checked the Instagram yesterday. I was like, I think she's in her groove, which I was just celebrating behind the scenes. And I keep sending her love. And I, you know, if something pops up in my awareness, like, oh, did you see JLo, uh, doing affirmations? Like check this out, you know, like it's just so beautiful to witness, but also was, was tricky to really detach and disconnect from, yeah, the morning of, of letting go of your baby. Yeah. Thanks for the transparency on that, because I think it's, that is, it's really scary. And, you know, so many of our listeners are creatives, they're artists, they are also looking at how they monetize their work. And a part of that that fear is, okay, if I put my art into the world from a commercial perspective and eventually it's 
in someone else's hands, then, you know, it's not mine anymore. And what does that mean for me as an artist and a creative and the original visionary of whatever it was that I was creating? And that's, that's, you just have to, you have to move through the emotions and then continue to send it love Love. all the way through. Exactly. And yeah, it's been, yeah, it's such a fascinating process. And the more that we can lean into, you know, our own emotions and, and, and I involved my kids in the process because they were in the process of, of creating this. They were on social media using the cards, you know, they were in our email campaigns. And so knowing, you know, having them part of the process too, is like, it's no longer our company, but it will be forever a product that we support. And it's been, it's been beautiful to witness. And every day we use the cards, you know, every day they're at our dinner table. And so that really shows, you know, also to everyone witnessing, like, this is truly a product that we created for the world and that we will forever be loving on from behind the scenes. And that in itself is such a beautiful legacy, just to know that it will always be a part of your story, your practice, your family's journey, and seeing it continue to grow is is really special too. Mm. So special too. Will you share an affirmation that you're really living by right now? this, this year? Mm, Yes. So what I'm living right now is really this embodiment. So, so words we know have power, but also the frequency behind the words becomes the embodiment of who we are. So interestingly for me, it's been this journey of balancing these beautiful energies that we all have within us. Like I mentioned earlier, you know, the masculine energetics and the feminine energetics. So I am naturally more masculine. You know, I love to lead. I love to, um, like I have a big energy, but then realizing that the masculine is the systems and the structures and the container. And so leaning more into the feminine energetics through embodiment. So not just talking about it, but living it. It is who I am. And so, you know, feminine energetics can be described in so many different ways, but for my own personal practice, it's leaning more and more into this trust into this knowing that everything is working out exactly as it's meant to what I envision or something even better. And so I've talked about this for a decade, but I'm now the embodiment of this. And, you know, I I witness it every single day. So right now my family and I are transitioning. We're moving to Mexico for a year. And so I bring these crazy, you know, ideas, like these big ideas to my family all the time. And now they're all used to it. Um, But I'm like, we're moving to Mexico for a year. Let's do this. And my house is a chaos. The kids are on summer vacation. I just got back from Portugal. It, honestly, like if you, it's a disaster and we have three weeks to go. And so one of the things that my humanist started stressing out about is like, okay, you have to, you know, you have these clients, your kids are not at school. You have to pack up the house for the renters. You have to find a house. We're traveling with a dog, right? So as I'm describing it, it feels so chaotic, but I'm like, huh, no, it's exactly as it's meant to And I ask God, source, spirit, angels, universe, you know, slow down time for me. Everything will work out as it's meant to. And so I brought awareness to that. And and then I took a deep breath. I'm like, yeah, it's all working out exactly the way it's meant to. And then in that moment, I found our condo that we are renting over there, which was proving to be difficult with a dog. Um, Right now, 
I am trusting that the perfect flights will show up because all of them are wild with like crazy transfers. Like, no, no, my perfect flight will show up. And the more I'm just leaning into this like calm, even keel energy, the more is just easily unfolding. Because if I was in the chaos of it, not only would it be chaos, but I would feel chaos and contribute to it being chaos, right? So it's like really in every single thing that we are doing, playing with these energetics and leaning more and more into the trust. And so it not only applies to real life, but applies to business. And that then becomes part of your scaling strategy. Yeah, so beautiful. I'm so excited to see you and your family in Mexico and what comes next for you all. It's going to be such a such a amazing journey. Can you tell our listeners where they can find you if they want more of your wisdom, your heart, your energy, all of the magical things that you're up to. Can you believe we're going to start sharing threads now? <laughs> I love well, it so much too. I'm so oh I'm my, so into it. Yeah. It's such a vibe. And here's why I like it because it's short, it's punchy, it's potent. Mm-hmm. Right now it's like not serious. Like if you want my teachings and my wisdom, see me on Instagram underscore Anna Lozano. <laughs> if you want the Anna behind the scenes of all that, the, 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 you know, not even the realness, I am who I am, but like, you know, the other side of things, check me out on threads. And then AnnaLozano.com is, um, is my work. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Anna. I'm so happy to call you a friend and just to have you in my life and to get to share you with our listeners today. I can't wait to continue to just be in conversation with you in this beautiful life that we get to live. So thanks for joining me today. Thank you, my sweet friend. Thank you so much to Anna for joining us on this episode. If you have loved this episode and think you have someone in your life that would resonate with this conversation or that it would inspire them to create something that they've been dreaming of, go ahead and send it to them. We love when you share our show with your besties and encourage them to pursue their dreams. I love when people send me their favorite episodes of the podcast that they're listening to. So I want to encourage you to do the same. You can also share this episode on social and tag us at your woo woo BFF. And of course, lastly, if you've not yet left us a review, if you'd be so kind as to drop down onto the app that you're listening to this show on and leave us a review, that would be incredibly supportive of myself and our small team over here bringing you this show every week. If you're interested in the Unschool and just want to check it out before you purchase, we have a free masterclass that's continuing to run this week. It'll give you some of those bite-sized details of how to begin to create your first launch within your business. And I encourage you to go check that out if you want to dip your toe into the unschool and learn a little bit more about what we're doing inside the program. So that link is available for you now. Sending lots of love. I'll be back again next week. Signing off your woo-woo best friend. See you next time.